Welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know, where we present the brightest independent artists. I'm your host, Chris Sampson. Joy Sounds is presented in partnership with Music Connection. Through its daily website, weekly newsletter, and monthly print magazine, Music Connection is an acclaimed, proven resource for the entire music community. Please check them out at musicconnection.com. Our featured artist today is critically acclaimed Roxana Ahmed. Originally from Argentina, Roxana relocated to the U.S. in 2013. This duality of maintaining her connection with Argentina while being immersed in the culture and music of the U.S. has dramatically shaped her songwriting and artistry. Her latest recording, Ontology, released through Sony Music Latin, spans all of these influences seamlessly, combining Argentine folk, jazz, and rock. During this episode, we'll hear three performances from Roxana. We'll hear Solitude, Vanishing, and Infant Eyes. So let's begin the episode with Roxana Ahmed performing Solitude here on Joy Sounds. In my Thank you. 
And that was Solitude, performed by the critically acclaimed Roxana Ahmed here on Joy Sounds. It is my pleasure to welcome to Joy Sounds, Roxana Ahmed. Hi, Roxana. How are you? Hi, Chris. Thank you very much for having me. I was uh, looking forward to this um, conversation. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really very happy to be here uh, and uh, to share music. Oh, it's yeah. great to have you here and to share, share that music. How beautiful is that arrangement and such a fitting song. I saw that you recorded and, and released this Duke Ellington classic during um, quarantine. I can't think yes. of a more fitting song. Right. I think um, I didn't know what to do. Sure. I mean, as everybody yeah. else in the world... Uh, but, you know, p for those that are usually we build our lives live, performing live, yeah. teaching live, everything live, uh, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. So I was, uh, we could hardly finish the semester um, in the schools where I teach. And, and then it was like, um, I have I have to do something. Yeah. So I figured out, and then I became a little better on it, but I figured out how to put the camera, which is the phone, and the microphone, and how to, where to sit, where my cats wouldn't be on my head, <laughs> right. and uh, find a, a safe corner, you know, yeah. and, uh, and remember the arrangement I was planning to do with a guitar, because I, you know, I play one thing and then I forget, and yeah. I yeah, say, what I was going to do here? <laughs> so that took me hours, yep. the whole thing. No, no, this light is not good. I, I mean, it was uh, really exhausting. Yeah, it, that's been a part of all of our musicians' lives is we've had right? to actually, we had to get new skill sets. We had to deal with lighting and video oh, and gosh. all of the technology and, you know, just not even talking about learning the song and performing <laughs> the song. So, yeah, it looks like you dove into it. You dove into all of that technology yes. to make this work. It, well, the, and, res um, the result is beautiful. Thank you. I mean, it is a great tune. And, um, well, when I f finished the setup, I, I recorded it, and I, I think I left uh, the one take, and I said, whatever. Mm. And that was, that was it. I was not very comfortable by then um, with the whole thing about social media. Sure. Yeah, you know, you know. That's its own Probably thing. you yep. hear. Yeah, that's, yep. it. that's no, its own so challenge. Yeah. Who's gonna care about me taking a picture of my lead sheet while I'm rehearsing, or taking a picture of me and my cat or whatever? No one cares. But then, just, I was already almost done with my new album, and I started putting all those pieces together. And people said to me, "You have to warm up your social media." And I say, who cares? I don't know. My my people want my music. Blah 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 blah. All that, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. theories right. that are not true. Because the thing is, especially with the pandemic, social media became and could become an honest way to communicate with people. That's right. That's right. I mean, let's, it's an extension. Let's, it can be an extension of your storytelling. Your storytelling yes. is is you know the the way you interpret your songs. You're communicating via storytelling, and this is this is part of your story. It becomes, but uh, it's easy for right. us to kind of dismiss it. But people want to know that story. 
My, I myself, probably you too, if you follow someone that you admire, another musician, whatever, and you see that that musician is, you know, got a new bass, whatever, and took a picture, you say, right. oh, how cute, think, and you like it. <laughs> so then I say, why wouldn't I do that? Right. So solitude was also, I think, the first post that I put together in this new period when, when I decided to say, okay, I better learn to communicate with people again. And I say again because um, I moved to Miami eight years ago. Right. Part of your story and is you already had a substantial career in Argentina. Uh, yes, I, I had yeah. all my albums there and, I'm, and people know me there and I still represent something there. Sure. But um, when I left, the platforms were not working that solid with that solid, you know, energy that you would right, go and to the to, they were just starting. Yeah. So you, we still, especially in the jazz, jazz around business, mm -hmm. people would definitely get the CDs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. People would definitely go to see you live and pay a ticket and buy the CD. And right. Right. So um, all this virtual life was not really necessary. I mean, even the, my my PR would take care of the communication there. So I moved here. I stopped releasing music for a few years. Mm. I completely got into the whole thing about working and teaching and uh, graduating from a master's. So my social media were dead. Yeah. <laughs> and my communication with my my people... Not I, I don't even think about new people. My old right, people right. was was in, in on hold, you know, mm. nothing was happening there. So I had to go back to who I was, but from the perspective you know that, that I have now being who I am after living in the States for eight years, after learning all these things I've learned about this great music in this country and these great schools playing with these great musicians, I am a different person. Mm -hmm. So I thought I had to share that, but it took me many nights <laughs> to make up my mind. <laughs> I understand, but it sounds like this has been a fresh start for you in so many ways um, to sort of come to uh, terms with yeah. uh, this experience, which I know hasn't been easy. That's a lot to process for you, these different cultures. You're trying to make sense of it, not only as an artist, but as a person and bring it all together, right? right? I'm, I'm sure it's been challenging. Right. I mean, um, I have been performing many times in New York uh, under my own name and as a guest. And that was easy. That was very easy. Yeah. Everybody yeah. understood you know. my music. It's what you know, yeah. I know, I know the city, yeah. I know the dirty subways, yeah. and I know the whole, <laughs> and I understand that vibe. Right. And there are audiences for everything in New York. So I was singing this fusion with Argentine music and jazz, and they could get it. It was, yeah, they say, yeah, we like it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Miami was, um, was not that easy, mm. very traditional. Uh, uh, in the in the lifestyle, in the music business, um, jazz was traditional, mm. and then you have the Latin jazz, which is not my thing. I see because I'm from really South America, so it is a different thing. It's not that there's no dancing involved. There is no these crazy polyrhythms for dancing. Interesting. Okay. Nothing. Okay. Mm. So um, people thought, oh, but you speak Spanish, so you are a Latin jazz singer.
And I said, well, maybe, but don't expect me to make you dance because it will not happen. I'm boring for dancers. <laughs> That's so really interesting that you get, you, those get, explanations. you get immediately pigeonholed and stereotyped into a certain, there's right. an expectation about your style. But what, what, I, what I was struck by, particularly in your latest record, um, Ontology, is how you seamlessly mix Spanish, English, um, scat singing, jazz, folk rock. It's, it's, it sort of defies genre a little bit. It really doesn't fit into a category very neatly. And I, 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 th I, I say that I as understand. a positive. Yeah. I know, I know. I also think like that. And I, and I like that when I find that in other performers mm -hmm. or artists. Mm -hmm. um, I think it still will be kind of a, a challenge for, for new ears you know, for the ears that are not maybe used to this kind of blending. Um, but on the on the other hand, I'm 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 receiving ma many good comments about it. Absolutely, like yeah, like wow, I didn't realize you were switching languages, uh, something like that. You yes. know? and um, I still feel that I have to work on on that essence of mine, being in in between worlds. Or, or at the two, uh, the same uh, two different worlds at the same time. Sure. Uh, I think that is that is uh, the challenge as an artist that I, I have to face, because I choose to do a music that is not completely from right. a from a place. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I find it fascinating. I actually find it a real asset to your artist. I'm happy to hear that. Please. Yes, that it's, <laughs> that it's that it has this duality to it. That it's not one thing or the other, and it. Uh, I, I think it offers a, a great richness to it. That also is quite evident in your songwriting. So we heard solitude. We heard this this wonderful. Uh, standard and classic but it's clearly evident in your songwriting and the next song that we're going to hear vanishing um i think exemplifies this let's let's listen to it okay great we're going to listen to this <laughs> song and then we're going to talk about it on the other side so this is vanishing by roxana ahmed here on joy sounds He vanished like a cloud with a wind like the sway of the willows with a breeze like a waving hand on a train that won't come back again Could hear 
faded soon Like that wedding dress on a chair All the flowers in my hair With that That was Vanishing by Roxana Ahmed. What a beautiful song. And uh, you were telling me off air that this song is really special for you. It, it, it's, it holds uh, a very dear meaning to you, right? Uh, exactly. Um, mm. For many reasons. Um, maybe the, the most important reason is that I wrote this song uh, in my, for my first, first album. Uh, back when was that? 2003 okay and um, my father had just passed away after many years of struggling we were all struggling with that situation of his health Mm. and um, I'm an only child so I was responsible for the whole thing Mm. happening Mm. so it had been many hard years that had also put on hold a few uh, decisions uh, as a musician, you know, mm-hmm. I was uh, delaying the release of my first album. It always took me a while to figure out what I was gonna say, you know, in in, in, a, in an album, you know. But but that was my first one. I was already uh, old <laughs> by then, mm-hmm. but I had been delaying that. And then when I was ready, all this thing with the f- my family happened. So. Mm-hmm. 
I took care of that and um and I was um almost had everything decided about the repertoire but then I was uh, I someone had invited me to um to another shore to the Uruguay which is a a country next to Argentina oh. and everybody was sleeping early in the morning and I woke up and I I was just next to the to the river there and um and I took the guitar that was in the house and I and I wrote this song wow um and it was about this you know how we disappear sometimes mm. just we vanish yeah our feelings vanish our memories vanish our uh stories vanish and um and uh, it started being about my father, but I think it was also about this dramatic sense of the time passing that I had that morning. Sure, sure. And I guess I, I woke up other people in the in the house, uh, my hosts there, and say, "Well, who is singing there?" I say, "Ooh." <laughs> so um, uh, I stop. I, I put it on hold, and then uh, a few weeks after that, I. I studied the recording of that album, and I decided to include it and, ha and get a better guitar player than me. Um, and he played with a ten-string guitar, very beautiful mm. arrangement. Mm. And um, and it's still one of the songs that I go back and listen every now and then. You know, it doesn't uh, happen much. I, I don't like to listen to myself at all. Well, but this song, and that's I, as as a lot of artists are hesitant to do, but I, I can see why yes. this this song has a timeless quality uh, to it, um, particularly when you now that you've shared the story and the inspiration behind mm -hmm. it. And I, I just want to uh, amplify the poetry that you put into this song, the opening verse, he vanished like a cloud with the wind, like the sway of the willows with the breeze like a waving hand on a train that won't come back again. Like a waving hand on a train that won't come back again. You know that again. when you see that this is it. Oh my goodness. Remember, the, the, image, a, the imagery is just striking. It's beautiful, beautiful lyric writing, beautiful poetry. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, I think it is, um, it is a challenge for me as a, as an, not an na English native speaker. I can imagine. Um, because um, I know, because I, I like to speak in Spanish, and I like, I have a, a postgraduate in, in literature, mm. actually. So in Spanish literature. And um, I love words. And I know how deep words can go. I mean, all this, they are like little boxes, you know, with mm. full mm. of meanings and stories. And if I say... Uh, mother, or if I say see, um, probably a lot of things come to your mind. Uh, so when you don't know exactly the language as your native language, there are many of those echoes that you don't know. Right. So I am kind of blind here writing in English, but I still is a language I, I read and I love. Mm. Well, uh, I, but I, I, admire, I admire you taking this on. I can only imagine, I, I put myself in your place trying to write a song 
in a second language and I would just be lost, absolutely lost at sea with that. So I admire um, you doing that. And like I said, with the poetry that I see here, it's clear that uh, I, I think you do have maybe a, gr a greater grasp on the nuance of language than you're giving yourself credit for. <laughs> but I do understand. Uh, I, I, like maybe. I said, I admire the challenge. Yeah, I think it is. Um, it's it, it's good to try. Well, of course. Um, I I think that English has been also a supply for us singers. You know, uh, we have learned. In, in every style, we have learned to sing in English. M many of us have, right. you know. So, the the English language is, in a way, also familiar to our voices, to our articulation. Right. right. So, uh, um, it happens to many uh, singers that are not English speakers that they when they start writing songs, they would choose English because it sounds rhythmic english has this rhythm you know this consonance there i feel i i'm really interested i'd love to pursue this conversation a bit because of your songwriting aspect and we're, we're going to hear an example of this in um our final song uh infant eyes where you um have set this um wonderful wayne shorter melody to lyrics now we, with english there seems to be um a sonic quality that fuses with melody in a certain way. And, and I'm interested from your vantage point, is that guiding your lyric writing? The, just the sheer sonic quality of the, the, the musicality of the language, does that guide yes. your lyric quality as well, your lyric writing? Yes, in many senses. Yeah. Uh, um, Timber-wise, you know, you, yeah. if I'm gonna say, hey, or ho, or he, mm -hmm. it will it will change the whole universe for that note uh, the the syllable the vowel i choose yeah and um and that is something i always try to consider it is not only the meaning but the timber i'm offering to them that music when you decide to as a crazy person i am when you decide to uh set lyrics to a song like this infantize or virgo which is the other song by wayne shorters right. that i included in my album you have to be really careful just not to break the original timber right. and phrasing of the artist mm -hmm. and um in the, in those two cases i kept the original key I noticed that. I noticed that it's, so it's so like I the saxophone mess with line. that yeah the saxophone line comes to life but with 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 lyrics, beautiful lyrics at that. But you do maintain the integrity of the melody because there's every note has a different color depending on the register and where it's put, right? And that's if you choose right. the wrong word, choose the wrong vowel, choose the wrong consonant, it it doesn't fuse with the melody properly, does it? Right, right. I, I find have it been fascinating. doing that for a while. <laughs> it is it is a great it is a great. Uh, craft yes i have been yep. i have been uh adding lyrics to to different songs by other jazz musicians and um in spanish it's a different thing mm. but i was adding i was curious lyrics. about that so yeah. this is it's a it's a different approach in spanish with, with, yeah. with spanish I, I find that because that happens to me too mm. when i write songs sometimes i write the, the melody first and then 
to start putting the words there. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes it doesn't work in Spanish or it doesn't work in English. I say this has to be written in that language or in that other language. Mm. And I am always very, very aware of the, the poetry power. So I, I, I try to do my best. I was sitting lyrics to uh, one of the songs by Martin Bejarano, which is the pianist in this song we were, we're, we're talking about. He gave me a song he wrote for his father after he passed away mm. called Last Happy Hour. And But he said, my father, he says, uh, was Cuban. And I think it would be fascinating if you could write these lyrics in Spanish. And it is a waltz. It's a jazz waltz. Mm. I said, ouch, am I going to be able to do this without turning it into a bolero or into to whatever, whatever. Right. And I, I had to go very carefully, you know, to add, to keep it in the very universal sound and with soft words, articul- articula- articulation-wise. Yeah. And, um, and, and he was very happy with the result. And this, I think it, it ended up well, but I, I would, it was a great responsibility for me. Oh, my goodness. Well, I, I, I have found just that nuance in shaping a lyric so that it fuses with that melody just fascinating and to hear other people and and i imagine or i'm just going to speculate here that this was a craft that you developed through scat singing because choosing vowels and those sounds um uh to make sure that the the melody is fully expressed has every uh, very related to lyric writing yes you are you're right Mm. and uh as a i mean Sometimes you choose the syllables for scat um, according to the the melody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, if I have to sing a very fast melody, I might do with certain things. Right. But if I have to sing maybe long notes or other kind of phrases, I might also keep a rhyme in my scat. Mm-hmm. We were away. We were way, 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 day away. It's like, yes, <laughs> no, yes. something that happens in your mind, you know, you start finding the rhyme and some similarities to create a sensation of a language. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, I think that is, that makes this cat a little bit more uh, friendly, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And also very, um, very closely related to uh, an instrument. I can I can hear a saxophone. I can hear Wayne Shorter melody coming through those lines. I can hear it as an instrument because of the colors and the nuances right. as the melody's changing. You know, in these years in, in, in Miami, I have been performing and collaborating a lot with Mark Small, the saxophone player that plays in my album Ontology. Mm-hmm. And we have been playing unisons together or or ensembles together, the two of us, as two voices. And sometimes I don't know if it's me or it is him. Oh, because he's so cool. very vocal too <laughs> yes. when he plays. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm trying to do all these sounds. And, and it's so much fun. That is so cool. That is fantastic. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about your latest release on Sony Music Latin Ontology. As we had already mentioned, it's got a little bit of everything. It's got a lot of your original music. It has um, a lot of new arrangements. It's got, uh, um, you know, uh, hints toward traditional um, Argentine folk music, jazz, rock. It's got a little bit of everything. But I'm wondering, is there a through line? Is there kind of a thread or a thematic consistency that ties it all together? 
right i think the the title of the album ontology that is about the essence of my being yes uh, is exactly that i mean i i was never ever comfortable in one place never never even when i was a little girl I was always saying, but I should be somewhere else. I should do something else. I should study something else. And um, and I, th I think that when I finally start decided to release an album, it already came with a blending of English and Spanish, mm -hmm. more jazzy tunes and more pop tunes. And uh, I I guess I was exploring that double life double musical life uh, in every album and this one that is the eighth work I think I, I couldn't help it I had to again make live together these two sources these yeah. two roots the thread is uh, apart from my identity my my nature of being just in between worlds mm -hmm. or or as I said before um being just uh, in two different worlds at the same time. Um, I think that my voice let me do that. Um, I mean, I was using the same vocal setup <laughs> for all the songs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that, that, is, uh, that is something I, I could find after some time. Because uh, when you sing in Spanish, sometimes your sound is completely different. Yeah. It's very mm -hmm. open, very clear, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and in English, it's not. It's mm. here. It's more nasal, blah blah blah. And I, I worked with my voice to make it uh, friendly to these different uh, traditions, in a way. And we wrote music for that. We choose the keys of the songs for that, the instrumentation for that. So I think the the whole thing tells the story of me uh, coming from where I come, from a little house in a suburban neighborhood in Argentina, all the way to Miami to face this challenge. And I bring songs from all those past lives. Very nice. Um, I, I have to keep working on it. I mean, um, I added many things in this album that I wanted to release, like the Hinastera songs, which is are they are, you know, pieces for piano, and I we add, yes. I added lyrics and we made it vocal. Oh, so it was kind of a lot That's at a some lot. point. Yeah. I, I look at it and I say, what was I thinking? <laughs> but I felt that it made sense. And when we perform the whole music together, it makes sense. Yeah. So I guess it is me and my voice and my, and my heart and my, my, and me, my essence, my ontology there that puts everything together. Absolutely, um, yeah. No, and and uh, and I can hear it. I, it's a striking record, and I want to encourage all of my Joy Sounds listeners to go check this out, Roxana Ahmed Ontology, which is uh, out now. So yes, and those, <laughs> it was, it's ambitious. It it really is. But it you're is. right. You you 
are sort of the connecting thread through all of it, that, that vocal. And I can, now that you've explained to me that you sort of adapted and adopted your vocal approach so that it spanned across English and Spanish and all of these styles, um, now I can appreciate that. So I really appreciate that insight. Thank you. I, 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 no, thank you for taking the time to, to think about it. I am... Um I guess in the next work, I, I might be a little more comfortable with my double life. So I might choose one side or the other, maybe. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> hey, let, let's let it unfold and uh, yes. we'll, be, we'll be watching we'll it and, and be just as interested in you, in, in how, how that sort of unfolds for us. Um, Roxana, yes. it's been such a pleasure getting a chance to talk Likewise. to you. And we're going to uh, close the episode with just a gorgeous performance of Wayne Shorter's Infant Eyes that features your colleague, uh, Martin, who you speak for. Martin Beheran, right. Yeah. And Amazing. this comes from a series of video series that you did, you say, what is it, what's it called, Live from Home or something like that? Uh, songs from Home. Songs from Home. Which songs from is, Home, which because I was at home, <laughs> as everybody else, and <laughs> I started recording like, like, like you know, every, I was trying to produce something, and so I, invi I started inviting, I recorded by myself, and then I got bored, and then I invited some other uh, friends of mine, like Martin Beherano or other ones, um, to maybe send me a recording, something, and then I would add the voice, and I, w I would edit the whole thing, and um, okay, there it is. Then we say, well, we can open a series there on There we YouTube. go. <laughs> no, look what we have. <laughs> we have a series now. Oh, I we think that's fantastic. And so in addition to checking out Ontology, uh, I'd like everybody to go subscribe to your YouTube channel because you've got some beautiful content there, including the Songs from Home uh, series. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Roxana, we're going to stay in touch. We're really great to get a Anytime. chance to talk to you. And we need you to great come out to Los Angeles. And, yes, uh, and I'm planning on doing that. All right, very good. And I, I get to Miami very regularly, so yes. we will, we'll stop by and yes, say hello. definitely. Um, so thank you so much. Um, thank you. And we will close today's episode with Infant Eyes, performed by Roxana Ahmed here on Joy Sounds. Thanks, Roxana.
My thanks to Roxana Ahmed for being a guest on today's show. Be sure to follow her at Roxana.Ahmed and stream her latest record, Ontology. Also, my thanks to our presenting partner, Music Connection. You can follow them at music underscore connection. And finally, thank you for listening to Joy Sounds. We really appreciate your support. Please follow us on Twitch and all social media using the handle at Joy Sounds Music. Until next time, this is Joy Sounds, music you need to know. Bye, everybody.